What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the greatest gaming podcast on the internet, the One Up Games Cast. I am once again joined by my brother from another mother, the man with the plan, the Chewbacca to my Han Solo, the Brian to my Dom Toretto, Jack Gibb. How you doing, buddy? Doing, doing well, mate. Happy Friday. How are things on your side? Happy Friday, mate. Uh, good, good. Yeah, good. Glad you. Um, been good. I've, I've put up uh put up a, a video today over on YouTube. Um, are the uh, Suicide Squad on? Yeah, they they lifted the NDA. Um, yeah, so I was watching that. Bits of it. it. Were you expecting the NDA to lift? No. So that video oh. looks very rushed and thrown together because it was. Um, I they literally lifted this morning. So. Um, the second I, I got a email, I read the email, Hey, we're lifting NDA. You're literally allowed to talk about what you did, everything that you, you played through, uh, your experience with the game. You just can't use any footage if you captured any. Um, and I was naughty. I captured some, I don't care. Come at me. Um, so, that, so I just ended up using the footage that IGN put up that was given to them from the PR team over at Rocksteady. Um, but yeah, no, that went up today. Um, Man, this game, this game, this game. I, dude. I, I, I don't know how to feel about it. Because, like, is it, is it beyond... Like, what am I trying to say? Like, is it even beyond save? Like, at this point, they just get to release it to try and make some money back. You know what I mean? Like... Even if the game's it's, good, it's already like somehow tainted. Yeah, it, it it's a tainted product, and and dude, so the video I put up to, today is about twenty minutes long, um, but originally it was edited down from an hour and ten minutes. So I sort of I I I can talk a lot on this game. Wait, hang on, you want. you recorded an hour and ten minutes, and then cut yeah. it down. Yeah, oh, sorry, I didn't see the cuts because I had it on the second screen. I was mostly listening, but um. Yeah, I tried to uh, I tried to like just sort of focus on the important stuff. So basically I go over everything I did from the beginning to the end, basically what heroes and what characters that I interacted with. Not all of them though, because I feel like some of them are gonna be uh more story based and should be more of a surprise for people who want to go in and be surprised. So I tried to make a video that was for the people that are definitely hating on the game. Hopefully they get a bit more information, but I also try to make a video for people that are excited about the game and just sort of give my honest opinion. And look, my honest opinion is, is this game beyond saving? No, it's not. It, it can vary. Like my, one of the big things I wanted people to take away from the video was we should reserve our judgment until the game releases, right? People are, you know, picking up their torches and going to, you know, light this thing on fire before they themselves have even had a chance to play it, right? We're taking the word of people from IGN, Kotaku, and all this other stuff who, you know, like... Not everybody doing this shit is like a gamer, you know what I mean? Like, people are getting sick and tired of games of service and all this stuff. IGN are the kind of company that's gone from giving us actual reviews, and I feel like they've evolved into a company that is going to do whatever they can to please the mass, not the not the fan, you know what I mean? Like, there are going to be tons of fans of the Suicide Squad, Rocksteady, this game, who are probably going to come in and enjoy the game and probably not want to talk about it because they're too scared of the repercussions that are going to come from enjoying this thing. So... Look, I enjoyed my my time with it. The gunplay, like I said, pretty solid. The traversal, pretty good. My only issue is, is if this game is a games as a service, a game that will evolve over time and become something new, I struggle to see what they can do to make it feel distinct and different. I've been playing Marvel's Avengers at the moment, and what I'm noticing a lot going through and playing all the content. So I'm basically working on a video for Marvel's Avengers, which is going to be my, my rest in peace video for Marvel's Avengers, like a final review. 
um, that will probably ever hit the internet. Um, so I'm playing through all the content, and I think the 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 thing that will help Suicide Squad differentiate itself from other games as a service because it feels very much like it's trying to follow that Avengers sort of pathing mm. is just creating distinct content distinct characters right i think one of the good things about marvel's avengers which is also something that is a detriment to the game is that every character basically has the same set of moves and same set of commands but with their own sort of flourish on the end of it you know what i mean so like, like iron man and three melees too long range what, exactly like, yeah. yeah their own intrinsic ability and all that sort of stuff so I think, I th man, people are going to come for me for this if they hear this. I think that the characters in Marvel's Avengers are going to be deeper than the characters in Suicide Squad. But in saying that, I have played Suicide Squad for a couple of hours with every character. And there is more than enough time in this game for these characters to evolve and become something completely new. But I just struggle to see how adding more characters in the future, I'm struggling to see what they can do to differentiate them from one another and not make the game feel samey, which is what I think Avengers eventually... Which, which what eventually led to the Avengers' death is the characters they added were really cool. You know, Black Panther. Um, Black Panther was the only real character that I could say was, like, probably very distinctive and his own. Because, I mean, Spider-Man was added and that was a bad decision because that was, like... That was compared to Insomniac Spider-Man. It was never going to stand up, you know what I mean? Completely different games, completely different styles. But when you have a game out there like Insomniac Spider-Man games that have done Spider-Man so well, you can't, you can't, you can't imagine they're not going to compare the two. It's just the way things are. Um, Hawkeye was an awesome addition. I, I've actually grown to think Hawkeye is one of the best characters in that game. But in saying that, it's basically Iron Man with a samurai sword. That's legitimately all it is. Like he's he's got the same sort of like basic combos. He has a bow. Iron Man has his repulsor blasts. Their main abilities are literally like room clearers. And yeah, the only thing they did was put a sword in his hand and and you know let him flurry that around a little bit. So for Suicide Squad to succeed, they need to make sure that the content that they add to the world is interesting, new, and different, and not the same enemies all the time. Um, it's all going to depend on how the story plays out. Like, we don't know, like, if they're going to keep the Justice League dead. We know that they're killing the Justice League, but we don't know if there's going to be some sort of reset at the end of the story that could suddenly have these characters walking around again. Like, the story will determine where the content that comes out next will go. So, again, something we can't really talk to until we have the game in hand, we've finished the game, and we know exactly what this game is. Um, yeah, it's all going to depend on the characters they add, how they can differentiate them from the characters they've got, because the characters they've got right now, at least in the first few hours of the game, don't feel wholly different from each other, enough for it to feel like you're playing four unique characters, if that makes sense. I, I don't know if I'm wording yeah, that no, properly. It's clear, like. It's clear, yeah. Yeah, they've done a good job of, of making it so you can pick up any character and play, and, and it's less about learning different things. But some people want to go in there and, you know, have each character feel different from each other. So it's trying to find that balance that I think they're going to struggle with. I hope they do. I hope they don't. I hope they, they pull it off. Um, but yeah, as it stands right now, Suicide Squad, like on the one-up scale, is a 6 out of 10 but that's just from the couple of hours I've played. And the reason it isn't any lower is because the story could actually be very good. 
my big issue with the story though is it does seem to be spitting on the grave of the arkham franchise and a part of me feels that the reason that is is the team building this game are not the same people that built the Arkham series. And I think we need to remember that because a lot of people are saying, oh my God, how can Rocksteady go from making Arkham Knight to this garbage? We need to remember a lot of these people have moved on, retired. Like there's a long time between radios when it comes to these games. So I think the big issue is, is this new team have come in to build this game that they've clearly been told to build. I don't think they wanted to build this game. They've been told to build this game. I think we also need to remember that when we're trying to rip shreds, shreds off a studio that probably isn't doing what they want either. Um, yeah, I just think it's a completely new team. And I think it's either one of two things. One, they're basically saying to the old Rocksteady, hey, mom, dad, thanks for everything. We don't need you anymore. We're going to take what you built and try to do it better, which they haven't. Uh, or it's literally, hey, we've built a Suicide Squad game and Warner Brothers has gone awesome. Is it in the Arkham universe? No, it's not. Cool. Put it in the Arkham universe. Oh, we, we didn't want to do that. Oh, you don't get to decide that. We do. We pay the bills. So it's one of the two things. And I think uh, Suicide Squad is going to be one of those games where in two years' time, um, maybe, I mean, who knows? It could come out and be amazing. But I feel like it's one of those games in two years' time when they say, hey, just so everybody knows, on the fucking 30th of March, um, we're delisting the game. You can no longer play it. But online servers will be up for another year. Jason Tries is going to drop an expose saying, being like, this is what happened. This is what oh, happened with Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, and then absolutely. all these questions will be answered because all I can do at this point is speculate and I could be talking out my ass, but I feel like... Like, I follow this shit so closely that, I, like, I feel like I've got to be close on some some level, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, <laughs> Suicide Squad is not beyond saving. I think that's the one thing people need to to hold on to is is it, it it's a third-person Destiny game with a DC skin on it. And I, I guarantee you that there are tradies, bricklayers, hospital workers mothers uh who at the end of the day sit down and this is probably the one game they're looking for you know what i mean this is this is their shit so it'll find its audience like all these oh, games eventually it, do it's like a lot of yeah it's like a lot of things it's like you know even a shitty halo is gonna make it to my shelf you know what i mean like it's it's yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's totally fair um i'm just surprised warner brothers hasn't shelved it for a tax break you know it's right up their alley to do that sort of shit so i'm surprised there you must know. be too much money in it I think for them to to like, they've probably spent way more on this than they spent on. I can't remember the last movie they shelved, but yeah, that's that's a good oh, point. They shelved Batgirl. They shelved the Wiley e. Coyote movie, which is now coming. Oh no, it, yeah, no, no, they did, and now that's coming out. They shelved the Tom and Jerry movie. They've they've yeah, this might even be more expensive than those three combined. Like the like I would say been so. working on this for a long time. Well, yeah, like the 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 rumor, or if Jason Tryon will end up be believed, like what this game evolved into was in development before Arkham Knight released. So it's like oh, they've been they've been like it's changed three different times. It went from being a sequel to Arkham Knight to a reboot of the Arkham series with Batman's son Damien to it becoming a Suicide Squad game, to it becoming a Justice League game, to it turning back into a Suicide Squad game where they kill the Justice League. So it's like every time Warner Brothers has gotten involved, it's almost like they've had to go in and 
change it. It's like, shit, we just spent all this time designing these Suicide Squad guys. Now they want us to make a Justice League game. Fuck it, we'll make a Justice League game. Hey, we decided that the, the second Suicide Squad movie did really well. You're back on a Suicide Squad game. Oh, shit, we just designed all these Justice League members. Screw it. Let's just have our Suicide Squad kill these guys. Like... Basically, we'll make the Suicide maybe, Squad Warner Brothers. Maybe the keep movies did things. more damage to this game than anyone else. Well, it probably did, because, I mean, like, in the timeline, it's like Suicide Squad hype as hell for that first film. Trailers did a great job. Hey, guys, let's do it. Let's make a Suicide Squad game. Oh, that's so cool. Rocksteady making a Suicide Oh, pff. movie comes out. Bombs. Hey, maybe make a Justice League game. You know, Zack Snyder's working on a Justice League movie. That can't go wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, oh shit. It blew up. Oh, no. You know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just go back to making a Suicide Squad game. Everybody just loved the second Suicide Squad movie. Get on it. You know, like, oh, man. I feel so sorry for them. I feel so sorry for them because I doubt this is their choice. And unfortunately, when it comes to stuff like this, it's never the, the dumb mother effers in the suits who make all the money at the end of it it's always the people that have put blood sweat and tears for the greater part of 10 years into the product that cop the shit at the end of the day and they'll be the ones that will stick around and try to fix the hellhole even though the studio is probably going to be like uh make something else let's move on let's try something else so true and fucking i feel like gamers are at their most hostile ever like yeah they are dude everyone feels so entitled and I don't understand why. Like, it's we are blessed to be able to enjoy these experiences in the way we get to. And as many as we do. Like, we've had some fucking incredible years of gaming these last few years. Have they Have they all been great? No. Oh, no, no. Not all the games no, have been great. But absolutely. my goodness, have we gotten more good than bad and in these last And valid criticism is always fair. You know, whether it's a bad 100%. port on PC or just a uh, Redfall that was completely undercooked. But it's like you know even with redfall it's like the developer like i'd I'd be going after the publisher first i'd go after microsoft maybe i I don't know but like you know attacking the developers isn't gonna like achieve anything anything at all valid criticism leads to phantom liberties that's basically what like if, if the criticisms are valid and they are presented in a way that the developer and the publisher can understand your cyberpunks will evolve into phantom liberties and will get nominated for awards they probably shouldn't be nominated for yeah yeah that, that's fair that's fair I, I feel like the publisher did not want to do phantom liberty but the developers may have that, that's an interesting one but um i don't know enough about it to comment any further but um look yeah my criticism of cyberpunk's award aside um if you are going to bring a game back from the edge uh, that's not not a terrible way to do it absolutely Sorry, I did not mean to go on a 15-minute Suicide Squad tangent. Um, on the YouTube video. Yeah, if anybody, like, and I barely covered anything in the YouTube <laughs> video, so if you guys want even more, make sure to go check out the video. It's over up on 1UP Games at the moment. Um, my first preview ever. I called it a preview because I didn't know, like, what to call it. I didn't, like, it wasn't a review. I wasn't shitting on the game. <laughs> I was just trying to That's get my view out there. So, yeah, go check it out. Well, 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 mate, before we move on to the, the big topic of the show this week, I just wanted to touch on some things. Are you excited for the Xbox Bethesda Developer Direct happening on the 19th? Yeah. I'm glad this is becoming an annual event. I am as well. I am as well. I think... What are you most excited for, mate? 
I'm going to be honest with you, Kyle. I'm going straight to the internet just to remind myself of who the fuck is going. But I mean, Hellblade was obviously on the list. Uh, Hellblade is there. Ara History Untold by Oxide Games is there. Avowed from Obsidian is there. And Machine Games is revealing gameplay for the Indiana Jones game. Yeah. So I think that's a good selection for starters. Like that's a, that's a solid four, four games. Um, yeah, so Hellblade 2, we both made comments about, like, we're done seeing that game, like, just happy for it to be released. But the developer yep. direct, if it's like last it's year's different. format, it's it's quite interesting. Like, I feel I yeah. feel like it's... I'm, I'm okay with this. This is this is good. Better see a bit more about how they brought that game to life. Um, Ara History Untold, I'm probably a bit outside on. I, I didn't even know that was... Is that published by Microsoft, or is that just happens to be there? Mm, I think it's published by Microsoft. Yeah. Oh, there you um, go. Um, but yep. Yeah. Microsoft. Huh. Uh, oh, Xbox Game Studios is the publisher. Oh, cool. I must have just missed it. Um, be stoked to see that game. That's something I need to be exposed to by the sound of it. Um, yeah, it, it's very cool. It's uh, it uh, it's that game that looks like um, like Civ and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Right. I've probably yeah. seen it. I, I just. Yeah. Oh well. I'm uh, sure it's been in like a hype reel for like, Xbox or something. I like that there's like three games well on my radar and one that's not because then that means I'm gonna I'm gonna like experience something like new and get updates on things I want updates on. Um, yep. So yeah, no, Kinesiara, that's great. Um, Avowed, I feel. Oh, sorry, I'm gonna skip that. Indiana Jones. Um, I'm quite interested that they're revealing this game in a developer direct, like. I'm surprised we didn't get a trailer now, like last year, just sort of like some CG trailer to like hype it up a bit. But no, we're going straight into. Um, I don't even know. Is it going to be gameplay? I'm not really sure. But they're diving right into the game, right? And 10 minutes of gameplay. Oh, wait, we know that. Apparently. Uh, apparently, yeah. We'll oh, showcase shit. more than. Uh, hang on, there was a thing about it. Let me see if I can find it. Fuck, I've yeah. slept on this. I'm so sorry. Um, but I'm I'm just surprised. Like that's the first way we're hearing about this game, really. So Machine Games tweeted out that the developer direct will be the first opportunity to see gameplay for the new Indiana Jones game. Um, Machine Games, the award-winning studio behind the recent Wolfenstein series, series, will reveal their upcoming Indiana Jones game, an action adventure that puts players in the leather jacket of legendary archaeologist. Uh, developer Direct will showcase more than 10 minutes of game and developer insights, including details about the game's setting, story, how fans will actually play as indie, additional details from the next Globetrotting Adventure, and the premiere of the first gameplay trailer. Fuck. I would have felt guilty asking for all that. That's uh, that's good. That's good. It's a I lot. It's think, a lot. I think this... We're always talking about Microsoft needs to do this, Microsoft needs to learn from this, rah, rah, rah. I feel like this might be a really good step in a good direction. Like, you know, compare that to Hellblade, right? No criticism for Hellblade or, or the developers, but it's like, you know, we're up to four trailers now. That game looks so beautiful, it's hard to know what's fucking CG and gameplay. Like, it's just, you know, not, again, not criticism, but it's like, that. there's a lot going on there. Whereas this, this feels like, I think we're about to be treated to how we want to be revealed to. You know what I mean? Like, I feel, yeah. I feel like this is going to be a very premium reveal. I'm just surprised that they didn't do the CG trailer at the Game Awards or something. Um, they showed restraint. That's interesting. And um, and then Avowed. Oh, I, oh, sorry. I was going to say, with the indie thing, maybe they're finally learning 
to wait until they're ready rather than yeah, push something out that. and yeah. literally be like, yeah, maybe they've finally learned their lesson. Because I'm like, we're getting a gameplay trailer here. What are we going to get at Summer Games? Like, well, I mean, this is the thing. Like, Hell, Hellblade 2, too late to learn anything from because they revealed that alongside the Series X. Like, that thing's been, you know, trotting along for a while. Avowed, the first reveal was great. The second reveal did it no favours. Not for me, personally. I, I Like, it wasn't relevant to me, but the internet was like, oh, it doesn't look as good or whatever bullshit. So it's like, Avowed hasn't had any favours. And it's like, now it's like, ah, we're learning. Like, you know, even Forza is like the last year's developer direct. Everyone was expecting a release date. And that was like the only thing we didn't get. Now, I'm not, I'm not expecting a release date for much of here, but I'm just saying it's like, I, yeah, I feel like they're finally starting to like actually make some fucking progress on what they should be doing. Um, I think we will get... Um, I think we'll get a, rele a release dates for History Untold, or History Untold, and Hellblade 2. I agree. And I think Avowed's already this year, but I think that'll just be like nicely confirmed, like a Q3, Q4 yeah. or something. And then Indiana Jones, I... Look, if it is coming this year, great. But I would, I wouldn't expect anything more than a year. I'm not even sure uh, yeah. if we can expect anything, to be honest. I think, I think they'll pop a year at the end of the gameplay trailer, and I think they'll put 2024, and I think they will reevaluate that before summer games if they need to push it. Yeah, that's fine. That's pretty fucking normal these days. Whether I like it or lump it, um, that's that's pretty normal. But um, so I'm I'm just, I... here's the rundown real quick of like what's happening right so ninja theory is taking a behind the scenes look at the studio in cambridge to give us insight into how they're crafting sanua's saga hellblade 2 the team will speak to the ambition and meticulous care involved in creating sanua's journey of survival which is great because i don't want to watch another trailer but if they want to tell us how they're making the trailers that's cool so they yeah that's interesting so they haven't mentioned like oh and we'll reveal some new feature or whatever like it's just this this game is so shadowy to me like i'm excited but like really have no fucking idea what's going on just want the date like once the date drops then i'm like cool i don't i don't have long to wait and that excites me um yeah ara history untold uh here from the leads at oxide games a studio founded by veterans of stri the strategy genre and the create oh and the creators behind classic strategy titles including civilization 5 as they unveil exclusive new gameplay and share more details about the inspiration key features and road ahead for their upcoming historical grand strategy game reading this turn this game from i'll have a look at it to oh i'm definitely gonna play it yeah i mean if it's published by them it'll be on game pass so that's an easy, uh, easy it sounds game. like um now i might be like getting ahead of myself here um so feel free to pull me in this is like um we've been keeping an eye on stormgate this feels like stormgate for civilization you know what i mean like for the, the turn-based strategy fans uh, yeah, yeah, yeah like exactly, yeah. the starcraft guys are making stormgate well the civ guys have gone on to make whatever the hell this is and i'm keen um yeah and uh finally because we already read the indie one avowed the team at obsidian will share the first deep dive into gameplay um fans can expect in avowed their upcoming fantasy action rpg set in a fantastical vibrant living lands Learn more about how Obsidian's expertise in building worlds with deep themes, dynamic gameplay, and thoughtful uh, reactivity come to life in Avowed, where players will have agency to make choices to shape every step of their adventure. I think Avowed stands to benefit the most from this developer direct. I think Avowed is the reason this developer direct is happening. <laughs> yeah. So, I really like that it's these four games... Whether we get a fifth surprise, who knows? But I like it's it's it feels premium, 
and it feels like history untold and avowed are like not not as not that they're like lesser, but it's like you know Indiana Jones has got a massive like pool. Hellblade, I mean, there's a, there's a certain level of hype around Hellblade that's hard to gauge because like the first one was like a PlayStation game. Like, there's a lot a lot of weird stuff going on there, and then these two games I feel like are just like coming in and it's just going to be perfect for them. I think it's going to be a very it just feels like a smart play, and I just I don't know. It's about time we got to just a play that feels that smart. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, right? We got this makes me excited for Xbox's 2024 because we got the developer direct and then we got a phenomenal summer games. And then they, the games that needed to come out came out. Um, some of the games did well, some of the games were, were a bit okay, but I'm excited because like they're starting to sort of find their footing on how they want to do things. And I think showing a gameplay trailer for an Indiana Jones game like at a developer direct is massive because it, it sort of shows that they respect what they're doing here. Um, and I would not be surprised if they high fire Russia and we get a random little game that we did, knew nothing I about. That and then they're like, normal. it's coming out. I really hope that would be all. Normal. That would be oh, the, the, the thing about developer direct last year is it really felt like, Hey, if you're a fan of these games, come and watch an awesome show this year. It feels like, Hey, come and watch an awesome show. Yeah. Legit. Like, yeah. Like yeah. Just end that's, of story. That's it's fair. like, yeah. Cause like, like Indiana Jones, like you don't have to be a big Xbox fan, you know what I mean? Like, like I know it's probably going to be exclusive and you know all that sort of bullshit, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I'm excited. Feels okay. good to have. Like, I hope this just becomes a thing for Xbox. Like, how we got a January showcase. Like, that's just because like Nintendo was doing that for a while, and then like you can never rely on Nintendo. I know they'll always bring a good show eventually, but it's like you can never rely on a date. Whereas I hope Xbox is very much January, June, and a little something at the Game Awards. Like, that feels like some good good year-round coverage. You know, I'm going to call something here, and um, it's probably going to blow up in my face, but I think we'll get a... We will get a Nintendo Direct on the 24th of this month or on the 19th of next month, and it will be the Direct for whatever the Switch successor is. I don't know. I'm so like, yeah, like it's got to be coming. It's got to be coming. I need to start saving money for that. Actually, that's probably what I should start doing. <laughs> you know what? I hope there is no reveal in January for <laughs> Switch Two. Uh, Jack needs a little more time. <laughs> no, fair, fair. Um, yeah, I suppose the other, only other like real um, Xbox news that isn't super confirmed is that like, but you know grub and everyone's been talking about it is that like a whole bunch of xbox exclusives will be coming to other platforms this year um yeah i've seen a bit of this stuff uh my take is initial my initial thoughts is like oh fuck yeah but i saw something on twitter and sure it was more people bitching about it but i still read it and i, I don't totally disagree there was those comments from phil spencer like a year ago or two years ago or whatever where he's like was talking about how like uh What's the game of the cups? The cuphead um, came cuphead, to Switch, yeah. and he was sort of saying like, "Yeah, I think we need to be more clear with Xbox fans around like setting expectations around what will remain exclusive, what won't. Like, you know, sort of set that narrative a bit better so that you can expect, you know, you can ex your expectations are met basically. And there's just like never talked about it again. And now these rumors are swirling around, and it's like some people are reading it as like you know like they've been unreliable and things of that nature. And I'm like, yeah. 
I feel like this is always Xbox's problem. Like they got these good intentions and then just like fuck up the PR side of it. Um, I know yep. this is all leaks at the moment. There's literally no PR around it, but it's like if yes, like see if these coming to PS5, right? I think that's a good thing. But if they do it, they're setting a precedent. Like they, you know what I mean? They need they need to tell us what the rules are for such a thing happening. A live service game that's eight years old, like should have already been on PlayStation in my opinion. But like, is that like is that going to be a rule going forward? Like, hey, anytime we have a successful live service game that lasts more than two years. We're going to take it to PlayStation. Like, if that's the rule, then that's great. We've got no problem with it. But just, I feel like they just need some consistency. Like, we're getting a few yeah. mixed messages. And, and personally, I don't give a shit, but I know the internet will. Yeah. I think, I think the thing, I think the thing with the games industry is, is like things like that are changing constantly all the time. So, like, maybe a year ago with like the cover comments, they weren't even thinking about this or they oh, were starting to put it absolutely. into, into like motion like it's, of what they were going to, exactly to do with the what as like politics it's like you promise something before yeah. an election and then two years later there's a fucking recession you got to like change your tune oh but you said during the election and it's like fuck me like yeah. what am i locked into that like so i completely agree with you and i i think like see if these right the player base isn't dying or anything to my knowledge but it's like the only thing more players can do for that game is help yeah you know like it's Look. it's it's a cheap as fuck game it's got barely like the microtransactions are all cosmetic like you you can have endless fun the only reason that game isn't like more successful is because half your friend groups on playstation and they can't play mm. like i yeah. think that game should have been on playstation fucking like four or five years ago personally um but then again you know we had to wait for minecraft to happen before anything else you know what i mean there's a few you know it's not that simple but like that makes a lot of sense, and there was also a rumor of a game coming to Switch. I think from Xbox. Um, yeah, Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush. I don't know. I just, I just can't help but feel like some of those, like, like that game is held so high, yet, like, there's a whole audience out there that's never touched it, and it's like mm -hmm. that's such a little gem. That's like I don't know. I, I just have the feeling of like just fucking put it on switch like just like it's it's yeah. a year or two fucking late anyway you know what i mean like at this point it's like there's no benefit to holding on to it yeah i feel like this could be the step in the direction that they want to go in and they've just needed the time to put everything in place i mean they have been dealing with the whole activision bullshit as well that's constantly been I going on and a lot of projects yeah it's caused a lot of turmoil the only reason i bring it up the the rumors in general is because i just wanted to ask like do you think that the this is something we could see at the developer direct, literally being like, "Hey, no. the Hi-Fi Rush guys are back," and they're like, "Hey, just so you know, it's coming to Switch." I don't because know. it's less. Uh, this is less about Xbox and more about the developers. So I, this is the I, opportunity for the developers to be like, "Hey, just so you know, the game we dropped last year is coming to Switch." Yeah, I hear what you're and saying. a better way for Xbox to get it out there rather than a press release that. They're probably going to, like, you know, they get, oh, this could have been a press release. This is an easy way for them to get the information out there that isn't a press release or a main point of focus on a freaking press conference in June. You know what I mean? Oh, I yeah, I think it'd be better served here than in June. Um, yeah, I, I don't think you're wrong. I just can't help but feel like it'll just be a tweet one day. <laughs> like, like they'll just yeah. like do Which it Which is softly. also very fair. If they release Hi-Fi Rush on Switch, I imagine there's nothing but money to be made. Like, as in, possibly 100%. painting your show over it is not going to be worth the extra few copies you sell. Um, I don't know. My, my thing is that if Sea of Thieves goes to PlayStation and Hi-Fi Rush goes to Switch, 
I don't want there to be confusion. I want them to be like, hey, no, we're going to do this more often. Like, just, I don't see, I don't see the problem, especially if, like, I think the rule should be, hey, we've got a successful game and to continue develop, like, to continue this game's legacy, we're going to expand the platforms. So, like, let's say you release Redfall and it doesn't go that well, don't bother. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just, you know, or, or even Starfield, it's like people aren't finished with that game. You know what I mean? Like the, the the cycle of that game isn't necessarily over, but it's like, you know, with Hi-Fi Rush, I'm not saying the game's done, but it's like, it's a smaller experience. Like anyone that's played that game, who really wanted to play that game has certainly played that game and dusted it off. So I'm thinking, why not expand the audience and let more, more people play it? Like I would love to see the Master Chief Collection spread its wings to other platforms. You know, I can understand why Halo Infinite wouldn't necessarily make the move yet, but I think... I think I don't know. I just think there's opportunities. Like I'm not saying to get rid of your old games on the platforms. It's just games that have done well and lived a good life, and um, more people, you know, deserve to feel like it's played the game. I guess. But that's oh, I, agree. I don't know. That's not a really strong rule, but just my my ten cents. Like I, I don't know what else from Microsoft's catalog. But it's like you know, like Minecraft Legends and things like that. Like they clearly go straight to PlayStation, so we know they can do it these days when they wish to. Um, yeah, when they wanna. Yeah, yeah, when they wanna. I, I don't know. I think it's uh, I think there's some good opportunities there, and especially with crossplay now. Like, yeah, like the Master Chief Collection. Like, if that was on PlayStation and Switch, all of a sudden, like that community would triple in size, maybe more. Very true. Very very true. Mate, shall we move on to the topic of the show? Let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to what will hopefully be an annual thing. We're going to play the Metacritic game. Yay! So, basically, it's, like, something you've probably seen on, like, Kind of Funny, and I know a couple other people have done it. Um, basically, myself and Jack will be competing for a cash prize of $1 million rewarded to the person at the end of the year who can get the best Metacritic score. So, basically, how we're going to do it is we will get to pick a game. We'll go in turns, one each, up to 10 games. During the course of the year, we will revisit these lists and we will, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Have substitutions for games that are either delayed, games, God forbid, are cancelled, um, or the game got a really shit score and you just want to swap it out, you'll get four of them. Only four. That will happen at times during the year, you'll be able to swap it out. But you'll only get four substitutions. So if the game, after you've used your substitution, suddenly gets delayed or comes out and gets review bombed and all that fun stuff um you, you're sort of stuck with it um and these substitutions aren't locked down if you want to use all four next time we convene that's fine um but yeah effectively we're gonna be playing the metacritic game and the best score you can get is a thousand but there's no way that's that's gonna happen you know what i mean metacritic get out of a hundred so you get a thousand <laughs> that's how we're doing it okay. um so matt I have no idea how we were going to decide who goes first. That was my thing. I don't first. know. I can I can flip like a coin on Google nah, if you, you wanted to. You, you, you want me to go first? Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we didn't want to go first. Um, okay. So what I'll do is for my first game, I'm going to pick... Um, I'm going to pick Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, I think, which comes out next week. And I am very excited for, 
um, and the demo dropped. Still haven't played the demo yet, but from what I've heard, people have really enjoyed the demo. So I think that that game will review quite well. So I think that's going to be my first pick is, is Prince of Persia. Okay. And what uh, score? Sorry. Um, Wait, are we doing the same game? No, yes and no. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess that it hits in the in like the eighty, like eighty, eighty-one. Yep. Um, but I mean, yeah, I think it'll get eighty at least. And now, do I guess, or do I pick a different game? You will pick a different game. Oh, okay. And then what we'll do is we'll, yeah, is we'll take all the the scores at the end of the year and add them together, and the person with the highest score at the end of the year gets the dub. Yep, gotcha. Okay, I'm on the right page. Um, But I can pick the same game if I want to. Is that? No, Prince of Persia is locked off to you now. Oh, okay. Okay, all right. So whatever (laughs) you pick will be locked off to me. Yep, your turn. I'm going to take Skull and Bones for a drive. I'm taking Skull and Bones? I'm taking Skull and Bones, yes. And I think that game is going to be a 60 on the Metacritic. The reason... I think the game's going to be, like, slightly worse than that. But the fact that it's a pirate game, people are just going to hold on to it. And I think it's going to land 60. Okay. Are you keeping notes or am I keeping notes? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll keep notes. I'll right. keep notes. Why are you picking Skull and Bones? Because I know more about that game than probably a lot of the other games. On the oh, list. okay, okay, okay. So you just want a game you know stuff about, so you can okay, okay. All right, no, that's fair. Is that that's not the strategy? Fair. I mean, yeah. I mean, did I ex- should I explain it better as to how it works? Maybe. Do you want me to explain? Because I've I've butchered it so it like is different enough that we can claim it as our own. So basically, how it works, right? Is we pick a game, yeah, and whatever that score is at the end of the year, we take that score. So if, if like Prince oh, of Persia gets eighty-one, you get I add that, I get eighty-one, Skeleton and then Bones, not a good pick. <laughs> it's not. It's here's the thing, right? It's it's Skull and Bones is like a safe pick, I think, because like it's not necessarily a bad pick, but what what you said is probably very true. You know what I mean? It'll it'll definitely so get like safe 60, 70. 60 is probably a good guess, but yeah, like you're get, probably guaranteed to get that. Out of it. Yeah, yeah. So say for example, if I pick Jujutsu Kaisen Curse Clash, that could come out and it could be a great fighting game, or it's gonna be garbage. And I'm just like, you know, thinking it was good, I've I've lost out. How close to the pin do you have to get? Does it have to be bang on? No, it doesn't have to be bang on. Okay. No, I'm going to stick with Skull and Bones. Fuck it. Okay. Skull and Bones. My next choice. I'm going to You know what? Because I'm hyped for it and I think there is a chance of it dropping this year and I think 
this is this is a, this is a choice that's like could be great, could be bad. I'm gonna pick the Indiana Jones game. Oh, that's, that's yeah, righto. <clears throat> I reckon there's a true. I reckon there's a real chance of it coming out this year. Yeah. Why the fuck are you taking it to a developer direct otherwise? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's my thing. Is like, are they just like getting it out of the way so people don't ask where it Xbox is at Summer Games? Do you know what saying, I mean? Yeah. Or... I've, I, well, that as well. But like, the Xbox keeps saying, "Hey, we want four big games a year." Hey, here's a developer direct yeah. with four games. I'm like, oh, that's convenient. You ready for something crazy? Like my prediction of where it's going to land. I think it's going to land like eighty nine ninety. Yeah, I I think it's going to be a banger. I think it's going to hit. The only the only reason that it's like risky is because people probably have expectations around Indiana Jones, but yep. but like you don't commit to an Indiana Jones game without at least being a fan, I guess. I don't know. So see, I guess. yeah, I, I I agree. I agree. Oh, I got two choices. Don't know which way to go. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go last. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two remastered. And I think. I think it's gonna result in the exact same fucking score I got the first time. What did you get the first time? Ninety three. See, that's good, man. If that hits ninety three again, man. Oh. That's so a good one. It's got extra features, which which yeah. should kick it up a notch. But I think the fact that we've all played it, will will like like that's a game that on the first playthrough hits a certain way. You know what I mean? So I think yeah, I think overall it's just gonna land fucking back where it was, and I don't think that's a bad result. I think that's fine. That's, I think that's good. That's a really good one actually. <laughs> I have no, I I love the Last of Us Part Two. You know, statue on the shelf over here. Big fan. Got no fucking interest in touching that remaster. Now, keep in mind, I brought a PS4 to play the remaster of the first one. No other reason. And I just... That game, I don't know if I'm ready to play that again. And I just wonder if that will stop the score from going up. So yeah, that's, that's, yeah. My, that's where I'm at. That's... Yeah, that's fair. That's a really good one. So if, it, if you... Oh man, if that comes out and hits the same way, 93... Points is a good fucking amount to have. Really make going up for Skull and Bones prediction. <laughs> yeah, but if Skull and Bones comes out and hits with the right people, that could also do pretty well. But it just depends. It's always oh, a man. case of who's playing the game, isn't it? Yeah, I think I'm gonna go hard on this one. I think, I think I'm gonna take Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater off the board. Oh, all right. And I think that's going to hit in the 90s as well. I think. I th you know what? I'll be spicy, right? You ready for this? Super spicy. I'm going to say 95. Oh, okay. I okay. actually think that this game is going to come out, and I and, and I think this game is going to freaking hit. I think it's going to do very well. And there's no way it hits 95, but I like to be spicy. I love it. I love it. And we'll probably end up being like, if you're within a few points, you you get like whatever the score was or whatever. Oh yeah, you'll 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 get the score regardless. It's just fun to guess what what yeah, what yeah. it's gonna hit. Um. All right. Next, I'm gonna go the um the the Tomb Raider remastered. Starry Lara. Oh. Okay. 
I'll take that off my list. There's this little part of me that just wants to put a hundred down, um, because I think. What do you think it'll actually land? Well, I think it'll hit ninety. Oh, really? The only reason it can't get a hundred is because like the game's old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. still like things that were shit back then are still gonna be somewhat shit now. <laughs> so well, I don't, I don't, because this, this, this is a conversation you've had with me. You and I have had dozens of times over our friendship but the way remasters are reviewed are not right in my opinion like mm. they'll they'll review it for the story they'll review it for the gameplay they'll review it and it's like that no review it for its accuracy for being a remaster is it like the original does it does yeah. it mean the beer colored glasses i wear when i think back to 1996 does that does that come through in 2024 you know what i mean like that's that's what i want answered and if that's the case i think i could see it getting 100 but that's not how it'll be reviewed. So I'm going to go 90. I'm going to temper my expectations down to 90. Um, but it'll be 100 in my heart, Kyle. Just the announcement alone was 100, honestly. It was so a dope uh, announcement. Yeah, so uh, Tomb Raider, starring Lara Croft, whatever it's called, uh, 90, please. In doing this game, I've just uh, I've just discovered that there is a game called Tales of the Shire, a Lord of the Rings game. Hot on the heels of Gollum. What does this look like? <laughs> oh my god. Is it a farming sim? <laughs> yeah, it's like a cozy farming sim. Lol, that's fantastic. Oh, that's actually dope. I'm not putting it on my list, but frick do I want to. Um, because Gollum just did so well. Um, I feel it would be dumb for me not to jump on it, mate. There's not a lot coming out this year yet, yet with dates, so yeah, yeah, that's the thing, right? It's like this whole list could look completely different by the end of the year, you know what I mean? I feel like if a game gets like completely delayed out of the year, like maybe we'll do like, yeah, you can, you can swap because like there's so many weird things coming out. Like, did you know there's a Rugrats game coming out? I did not know. Yeah, Rugrats Adventures in Gameland is coming out. I feel like I played Paris a Rugrats game back in the day. Like yeah, a good was one. it the Paris one? That was dope. I don't know. Paris one was sick. You know what? I've got to take this one off the board just because if you were to take it from me, I would probably be so sad. <laughs> I'm going to take Star Wars Outlaws. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair. Wow, what sort of points are we looking for? I think it's going to hit like 75, 80. Hang on, have I misunderstood this game again? The, well, our guesses are irrelevant. We just get whatever these games add up to. Is that? Oh, I'm a fuckhead. Okay. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not. We can evolve it over time. That's the fun part about the game. But yeah, it's just fun to guess. Yes, 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 yes. I'd probably, I'd probably put it in like eighty. Eighty is probably where I would put it. I that think. was outlaws. Yeah, I think. It would be I feel like least. a game like that will unfortunately get compared to like every other Star Wars game that's come out in the last five years. Yeah. But I think it'll stand that's up. A great point. I think it'll stand up. I want to know what um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor got on Metacritic. Because that will probably help me figure out exactly what this So it's got a Metacritic score of um, 85. 
So I feel like yeah. Outlaws could definitely slip into the like 75 to 80. Yeah, I think 80 at least. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I'm confident. I'm confident in that one. Yeah. Star, Star Wars Outlaws. Yeah. I'm going to take that one off the board. I think it's worth having a look at what um, uh, Avatar did on Metacritic by Massive. Um, and they did a 72. So, like, Star Wars will surely hit a 72. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I think. I think the thing that'll be, I don't know. I think the detrimental thing to Avatar was they didn't do enough hype up, I feel. I feel like we've seen it, you know what I mean? And then they gave us a gameplay trailer and like, you know, like where was the James Cameron trailer where he's like, you know, this game is a part of my universe. Some of it's, you know, it's, you know, like, where is it, man? Where is it? Back in the day, George Lucas would have rocked up in a mankini for a Star Wars game being like, hey guys, Jedi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shake his titties and move on. James Cameron just don't give a damn. And that's why I don't give a damn about his Avatar movie. Man. He don't give a damn about me. I don't give a damn about him. Stupid James Cameron. <laughs> I'm going to take Hellblade 2. I freaking knew it. See, I had that on my list of like, yeah, I could definitely, that will definitely be, be good. And then I was like, nah, Jack's going to fucking grab that one. I need to have a backup in case he grabs that one. I had a feeling you were going to take that one. It's a good call. Um, what do you think it's going to get? What do you think it's going to get? I think it'll be like 88 or something. I just, I worry that a game like that might be so complicated that, it, you know, it just doesn't, like it might affect the reviews. Which is why I think it's going to hit like 76, 79 in the there. The first one did 81. so like Which is very good for a weird game like that. I think that's really good for it. Yeah, but that, that, was very that good. talks to what you're saying. That's pretty close to like um, what you just said. So I I, I think it deserves I disagree, more. But I think what's going to hold this up is it's an Xbox exclusive, like graphically next gen. I think there's going to be a few things that push it along a little bit. Um yeah, there is does seem to be a bias against Xbox games, but I feel like that's starting to change because the quality of Xbox games is sort of, I don't say like better, but probably matching expectations more. Like I think, um, so yeah. Anyway, we'll see we'll see what happens. See what happens. It's on the board. Hmm. What are you thinking? I'll be honest, a game that I've toyed with backwards and forwards is Rise of Ronin, um, which I feel is one of those games that will either hit or fall flat on its face. Um, which makes it, which makes it so hard to pick it. You know what I mean? Like, do I want to? Do I want to get another heavy hitter, or do I want to? I want to pick one of my fun ones. You know what I mean? Do I just want to pick one of my fun ones that I'm like, ah, you know, could come out and be great, could come out and be trash, but I'm going to love it anyway sort of games. I think I will. I'm going to take Tales of Kinzira, Tau. Okay. Do it. I'm going to take that, one. that was the one we've seen at the Game Awards that is being developed by the guy who voiced Bayak in Assassin's Creed. He's making this game for his dad. And I respect the hell out of that man. He had a very good time up on stage. He showed it very well. 
I think I think this is going to be the year of like platforming, side scroll platform, Metroidvania looking games. Because I mean, Prince of Persia is that it looks really good. The demo is apparently amazing. I think Tales of Kinzira is gonna is it, it is that it's going to come out, and I think it's going to be very very cool. Um, so yeah, I, I can see that hitting like I can see that being like a sleeper hit and hit ninety. Which I think could be sick. Mm, I think that's fair. That's fair. I am going to follow your platformer up with a platformer. Yes. At least that's what I think it is. Um, Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Son of a bitch. That's on my, that was on my list. I think that'll score an easy 85. <clears throat> Maybe more. Yeah, true. Toss on my list, you bastard. I'm fucking running out of games I know about, to be honest. How many left do I got to guess? Um, five more. You're halfway through. Jesus Christ. Right, yeah, we've literally just hit halfway. Well, seeing as you took the Danky King, I'm going to do a sidestep and slap this out of your hand before you take it off me. Princess Peach's Showtime. <laughs> Love it. I had two Nintendo games on my initial like list of things I wanted to do. And it was Mario and Princess Peach. And I'm like, oh, man. In the back of my mind, I'm like, Mario's going to hit. It's going to do well. Princess Peach could come out and just... I don't think it will. I think it will. But it's but... like... It's, 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 the, it's the one out of the two that if, if it was going to go wrong for either one, I think Princess Peach is the one it's going to go wrong for. So I'm going to give it like a solid... I think it'll hit like 80... Come on, little girls of the world. This is gonna sound weird. Come on, little girls of the world. Let's get let's let's get Princess Peach out there, okay, guys. Let's let's do this, okay? All you reviewers out there, let your daughter play it. Let her review it. Princess Peach. It's gonna change our life. Her <laughs> review it on Metacritic specifically. Yeah, <laughs> get her on the internet. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, don't know where to travel to next. Um. Um, I might just quickly do a Google, but I'm thinking Hell Divers, because I feel like that game went well the first time. Yes, it did. It did. I'm very excited for Hell Divers too. Not long to wait now. Feb eight. Very keen. Look, it's it's a solid eighty one for the last one. I think I think it can only go up. I think I'll I think I'll take Hell Divers. I don't see that game going backwards. Nah, definitely not. Yeah, I reckon I could see that going up like one or two points. All right, I'm just going to take this before you get any fancy ideas, mate. I'm going to take uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Oh, yeah, good call. Good call. And I think that's got to at least hit like 90. <laughs> Oh, yeah. At least. Like, I pray. <laughs> I pray with all the hype <laughs> around this freaking game and the collaborations. It's got to at least hit 90 for me. Come on. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm going to take that um, Ara History Untold. Okay. I... 
think um I think we get I think we're gonna be in for a weird year. Like like we're sort of relating this game to to Stormgate in a sense. I think I think it's that thing where things come and go, you know, things go work in circles. I, I can see I can see these sorts of games like I don't know how they review, you know what I mean? Like and like yeah. you know, maybe it's an early access thing. Like it might be something that ends up getting knocked out, to be honest. But I just think some of these things are ready for a resurgence, or at least another go. Maybe, maybe resurgence is the wrong word, but um, yeah, I don't know. Could see it being in the eighties for sure. I was on a little Google while you were talking about it earlier, and looks looks sweet. It looks yeah, it looks cool. Eh? I'm 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 keen to to give it a go. Um, I'm going to take another one that may that I may swap out eventually, depending. Um, Dragon's Dogma Two. I think I'm going to put on the list. And I think that'll hit like 85. That's a fair call. Um, not going to take Arc 2. I'm going to leave that on the board, mate. Um, if you want that, feel free to jump on it. Um, same same with uh, the Suicide Squad. Might leave that one on the board. Mate, game of the year material right there, man. I'm going to take... I'm going to Hail Mary this. I'm going to take Contraband. I want it this year. I oh. think I think it... I think it's the sort of game that's going to have a short marketing cycle. I don't... I could see it being a, a classic late November, early December release. Revealed in fucking June, July. Um. Yeah, like that game was announced a long time ago, and I can't help but feel like it was already in development for a while. I could be completely wrong on that front. We've seen that studio churn out games very quickly. Um, I know we've had a uh, pandemic and and we're still in one, I guess. But you know, there's a lot going on. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw throw the hail mary on contraband, and I think that game. I don't know if that game is gonna be like mega blockbuster successful. But I think it's going to be like a critical success. I think it's going to just sort of fly in a lot of a lot of critics on it, and then the game will sort of tick along from there. But that's that's getting a bit more wild, I would say, um, on on these weird prediction sort of things. I like the wild prediction. I like it a lot. Do you want to guess a number? I think high eighties. Like I don't, I don't think it's going to be like a hundred, but um, I think for Xbox it'll be a, a good hit. I, I think like it'll. It. Yeah. I also because it's it's an Xbox published game, so an Xbox made game, and I just wonder if like with all these fucking studio acquisitions, if we're finally at a point where Microsoft's hitting all the beats they want to hit, if this game just gets slipped in as like a bit of a hey, this is going to be a good year. They've got an extra game sort of thing, but I, I could be wrong. Um, There you go. Yeah, right. I'll see your wacky, crazy, crazy choice, and I will throw out a wacky, crazy choice myself because Please. I feel like I've been waiting for this game for a very long time. We saw gameplay last year; it looked freaking amazing, way better than 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 it had any right to be. And I feel like this this uh, this IP is finally having some money put into it, and it deserves it. That's why I'm picking Warhammer 40k oh, Space Marine 2. Yeah, good call. Good call. 
I, I, yeah, I reckon that game is going to be a while between hit. drinks. So, like, I don't like it'll be interesting to see how it lands from a popularity standpoint. But I think critically, yeah. I think it's going to be just okay. Like, sorry, 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 sorry. It's not going to review okay. It's going to be okay. As in, it'll be looked after the reviews. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's going to be yeah. Right. I think if you show this at Summer Games and you have Henry Cavill come out and be like, hey, guys, <laughs> I have two lines in this game. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, people are going to be I'm like, holy I'm shit, guys, we got to play this game. I'm in the 42nd hour of the campaign. You better get there. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually in the post-credit scene setting up the next one, guys, where I play the main character. So get freaking hyped, everybody. Get There's freaking a hyped. trailer at the end of the game for the Amazon show. <laughs> oh, imagine. That's the sort of shit they would do, too. That's... Yeah, that's totally what they would do. Oh, Jesus. Well, mate, you're up. Is this my last one? You have two more. Two more. I have officially run out. So, um, shit. I don't know what how it went wrong, but it did. Um, Pull one out of thin air, you know what I mean? Pick a game. See a name, so, you think, oh, man, Cat Quest 2 looks great. I'll just chuck that on well, there. Well, I was about to say Funko Fusion, but... I think what I'm going to take, I think what I'm actually going to take is, I don't know anything about this, but on this list that I'm looking at, there is a Silent Hill 2 remake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I reckon that's worth having on the list. Yeah, that's a good one. Not my sort of game, but if we're playing strategically here, which that's a good one to take. um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to. That's a real good one, actually. Like, I mean, you know, it is a remake of an older game, if I'm not mistaken, so... Um, it is, yeah. You know, but one of the best. The, it is a remake of the game that people think about when they say the word Silent Hill. Yeah. Like... Yeah, the, the reviews of the deal. original were no, no joke either. Like, they were, um, from what I'm seeing here, pretty, yeah. pretty right. Um, do you want to put a, a number on it? Oh, it'll be fucking like 96 or something. <laughs> it'll be just some fucking like just top tier score, no doubt. I mean, remakes can be tough of that older game because often they change a lot. But um, yeah, we'll see. I think it'll be high. Yeah. Sorry, I need a second. Um, that was my last one. So I'm trying oh, to. So sorry. No, 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 no. That's good. That's good. This is the sort of shit I want. You know what I mean? I have a backup list. I'm trying to pick which one I want from this backup list. But the problem with the backup list, right, is it's is the the backup list I sort of have for like my swap outs, right? Are games that I'm excited for that could score terribly. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Sometimes you I mean, like passion one in there, you know? Exactly. Like, I've got Zenless Zone Zero on here, right? And that's done by the Genshin and the Honkai guys. But I can see that not scoring as favorably as something else. You know, it's another gacha game. Um, um, I'm going to be... A Jesus man. <laughs> um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm. 
Not no, I'm not gonna go Razorani. You know what? I'm gonna go for metaphor. Refantasio. That's what I'm gonna go for. That's that's my last one. And I think that'll hit eighty five to ninety range. All right, all right. Lock that in. Come on, Persona fans, let's get another let's get another one up there, boys. Let's go. I am going to lock my final game in as Stalker 2. Oh. I hope that comes out because I've got like the big edition pre-ordered. So that's just $600 just sitting there. Like I'd, I'd really love for that game to come the fuck out. You know what I mean? Well, if it's been sitting there for like the last like two or three years. So it's like, I'd really love for that game to come out. So it's not just dead money sitting, sitting there waiting. Um, that's a good one. That's a good one. Actually. I, Stalker never even crossed my mind. Like, I wonder if that's something we could like secretly hear from at the developer direct. That could be cool. Them just being like, hey guys, it's still coming. Yeah. The, um, look, I, I've, you want I, to put on I've never touched Stalker, to be honest. And um, I've just given you would enjoy it, I, I think. Cool. Yeah, I just hope you don't have to go back and play the old ones. Because <laughs> um, I know uh, the, the way they they originally sort of like were like pimping the game was like it's a way for new people to get into this franchise, but it's also um, got a lot of like subtle hints and callbacks to the original for the for the fans out there yeah nice because i do believe they were like this is going to be the start of like this is going to be like a franchise reinvigorator and and starter sort of thing and then everything happened in in um the ukraine and stuff so it sort of just sort of yeah was put on hold for a little bit um yeah that's well, a very good one if i'm not mis yeah fuck man fucking russia needs to fuck off um He's coming to Game Pass, so that's uh, um, well. I don't know how well that's confirmed, but I mean, it's only coming to Xbox and PC. Yeah. So, and Xbox. I do believe they've said it's Game Pass. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah, yeah, no reason not to check it out, eh? True. Did you want to I, put a number on it? Yeah. Just for well, I think um, I could see it doing an eighty-eight. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, oh, mate, this is a strong list. Strong list, mate. So, we will go over your list first and just make 100% sure that these are the games you want yeah? before we move on and suddenly it'll cost you if you want to swap out a game. Okay, so, on your list, your first game you've chosen is Skull and Bones, which you believe will hit a 60 to 70. You've also got The Last of Us Part 2 Remaster, where you do think will hit 93. Um, you uh, Tomb Raider Remastered, uh, which I put down, you think will hit 100, um, but realistically 90. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Hellblade 2, solid 88. Uh, Mario vs. Donkey Kong, 85. Helldivers, 84. Um, Ara, History Untold, 80. Contraband at 85. Silent Hill 2, a 96. And Stalker 2, 88. That's a good list. Uh, definitely definitely didn't understand the game when I picked Skull and Bones, but I'm keeping it. You know what? It could be, it could be like, like imagine you win by one point and it's that Skull and Bones point <laughs> that gets you over the line. End up coming through with a 92 or something. Imagine though, like I just oh, that would be crazy. Uh, and just to remind everybody at home, uh, my list uh, 
as the Prince of Persia, Lost Crown, Indiana Jones, and I think like the name leaks like called the Great Circle or something, oh, but we'll man. see. We really need some context to that shit name. That's a bad name, dude. It's so bad. Remind me after the show. I'll t- I think I figured out the whole plot. Um, Metal Gear Solid Delta, ninety five. Star Wars Outlaws, eighty. Tales of Kinzira Tau for ninety. Princess Peach Showtime for eighty. Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth at ninety. Dragon Dogma, Dragons Dogma two at eighty five. Warhammer 40k, Space Marine 2 at 90, and Metaphor Ren Fantasio at 90. That is my list. I think we've both got pretty solid freaking lists, to be fair. And if all these games come out this year, it's going to be a pretty good freaking year of gaming. Yeah, you know what we didn't think of, though? Like, how do FIFAs and Call of Duties, how do annual games do on Metacritic? You know what I mean? Like, should have we, should have we hit some uh, I mean, stocking fillers? maybe i feel like that's when like i feel like in that instance that's when the substitutes will will really come into play right so for example like if metal gear solid delta suddenly gets delayed like to next year i might chuck a cod on there you know what i mean depends on what the cod is cod could be real bad (laughs) you know what i mean we could be seeing a a bad cod again so it could be like Uh, oh yeah so last year's cod got a 56 so (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah could be, yeah. Uh, could and be good. Could be bad. Seventy-five. So yeah, okay. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, and I mean something, something like Star Wars Outlaws could review super bad. So that's when you might want to swap it out for a, a FIFA that might do okay. Yeah. Sorry, an FC. Because if like Star Wars were to come out and it's like, oh man, Star Wars hit. <laughs> Star Wars hit like sixty-four on Metacritic. Oh, I had an FC do somehow. I got seventy. Like I might do a little swappy swap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. But um, yeah, no, nah. I think it's solid, solid, solid list of games, mate. Solid list of games. So I think this will be fun thing to revisit as the year goes on. I look forward to revisiting this and sitting here. I I just know that the first time we revisit it, I'm just gonna sit here, pull the list out, and be like, Jack, did you know Skull and Bones is on here? <laughs> I don't remember I'm this. Be interesting. I know, dude. Totally fair. Totally fair. I think I think this is gonna be fun. I think it is gonna be very interesting. Uh, and yeah if contraband comes through that'd be great man if contraband comes through i can see that being um at the show and i can see a december 7th release date yeah december yeah i i agree december 7th feels right it feels dang on it feels good i think we've had a just cause on december 7th before uh yeah the third one or the fourth one i mean the third one yeah. I really played the fourth one, to be honest. Where's Just Cause? Bring one, it back, man. The fourth one came out too quick. Anyway, let's uh, not go into that rabbit hole. Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Hell, ladies and gentlemen, if you want, play at home. If you want to play, have you can play. I'll listen I'll listen to your, your picks and stuff next time I talk to you. Send me picks through to me, Av. I know you're listening. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for us this week. Jack, thank you very much for joining me, mate. Thanks for having me. Oh, mate, any bloody time, mate, you just hit me up and I'll have you on the podcast, on the YouTube channel, you know. Um, you can counsel me and my wife as we decide who was right about putting white chocolate or milk chocolate in the in the cookies. It's a whole thing. Um, we ended up doing both and I think we're both happy about it. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for us. <laughs> Sounds like you don't need but, me. <laughs> <laughs> we needed you at the moment. <laughs> 
much love to you all. Until next time, mate. All you guys are good ones, and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.